I'm David Messer. I'm Professor of Child Development and Learning at the Open University. I've always been interested in communication, and that moved into an interest in language and older children's language, and that also I became interested in the way that older children have difficulties in using language and difficulties in literacy as well. One of my beliefs is that if we try and understand children's cognitive information processing difficulties, then that will provide insights into why they have problems with language. And this in turn offers opportunities for intervention, for ways to try and help the children. So if, if you're interested in the way that children think, if you're interested in children with difficulties in reading or language, then there's a lot on this album for you. It considers the cognitive difficulties of these children. And what we mean by cognitive difficulties are things like the children have poor memory for sounds or have poor awareness of what are the sounds in words. And so we're trying to understand why some children have difficulties with language. And we're trying to locate, if you like, these difficulties in relation to their thinking and the way they process information. What we've got is a set of experts who are talking about sometimes difficult issues. I'm not pretending that all of the interviews are going to be easygoing, but it's worth engaging with these interviews because they are actually state-of-the-art commentaries about children who have difficulties. And they raise all sorts of issues to think about, both in terms of what are the information processing problems of the children, but they also raise issues about how our knowledge of these children should be increased and what direction research should take and how we balance both research and educational practice together. We've got three tracks from Professors uh, Maggie Snowling and Charles Hume on the iTunes album, and we're really lucky to have both of these experts who are at the forefront of research in dyslexia talk about their research, their interventions, and also about the book that we use in the course. Both Maggie and Charles provide us with a discussion, in a sense, of why they wrote the book, which I think is quite interesting, what motivated them, why they thought it was going to be useful, and why they took the approach they did, why they believed that the cognitive approach, which involves looking at children's information processing, why that is important. They also provide a very useful overview of the research methods used to evaluate an intervention. If we're running an intervention to help children with dyslexia, then we need to evaluate it. Is it successful? Is it doing what it's supposed to do? There are a whole set of issues. If you like, it's the same issue that one has in, in the medical research with seeing whether you're getting uh, spurious results due to a placebo, um, whether one can be confident that the results you get are actually ones that are showing a difference and an effect on the child. And lastly, they come back to the issue of why they believe the cognitive perspective and the information processing approach is so useful in relation to trying to understand children's disabilities. What you'll find across the different people who are speaking is that there's a concern with how do we understand what's going on in children's minds. And you'll hear this from Paula Clark and Sue Ebbles, who will talk about the sorts of 
difficulties experienced by children who have problems with comprehension and children who have more general problems with language, what we term specific language impairment. And you'll also hear issues about identification of the children. How is it best to go about identifying a child with these sorts of difficulties and the more general problems around these issues? Um, and Sue Ebbles gives a few tips for teachers about things to look out for to help them identify children who have language difficulties. Particularly, she focuses on issues about poor comprehension and the way that that can go unnoticed. And again, both um, Paula and Sue draw attention to issues around intervention. Paula, like Charles and Maggie, discusses the methods and the importance of research which evaluates an intervention. And Sue Ebbles also talks about some of the difficulties with children with specific language impairment of carrying out evaluations in children who have a whole range of different cognitive problems. A slightly different interview that is well worth listening to is one by Glynis Smith, and she gives her overview and experience of interventions that have been carried out over a number of years in North Yorkshire and pulls together both the strengths and sometimes the problems of carrying out these interventions. We're also very lucky to have had um, the commentary of Sir Jim Rose, who's produced the Rose Report about dyslexia, and he provides a kind of summary for parts of the course and brings together a, a number of important principles. And it's interesting the way that he emphasises the value of research and the way that it's fed into uh, educational policy and practice. On the course, we also have video recordings of children who are being assessed for their literacy abilities. We also have recordings of different types of interventions we have teaching assistants who are commenting on these interventions and we've got interviews with a head teacher about the research that's been conducted at her school and what she sees as the value of this research. Uh, the problem from our point of view is issues of confidentiality and as a result, unfortunately, we're not able to show you all the material collected in schools but hopefully that will give you a taster of what you'd get engaged with on the course. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk forward slash use.